What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fortress of Comicitude podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Tyler. Hi, Mary. We're joined today by the creative team behind the Webtoon Metaphorical Herd. James, David, how are you guys doing? Fantastic. Awesome. So Metaphorical Herd, for anybody that doesn't know, which uh, if you've listened to this podcast, you know because uh, Mary likes to talk about Webtoons a lot. Yep. It's a webcomic that... Uh, is about uh, a girl that really likes poetry, and uh, you guys are doing some really artistic stuff with this, both uh, literally in the artwork and figuratively in just some of the narration, and I think... You might say metaphorically? Yeah. Is that a little too <laughs> on the nose? Um, but uh, it's really fun, and uh, Mary showed me some of the the artwork for it, Um a little while back and I, as soon as I saw it I was like I need to see what this is and I actually just read uh, the latest one about 20 minutes ago so we're Same. caught up yeah finally awesome. caught up <laughs> and uh, yeah we we dig this man this is this is a lot of fun <laughs> thank, thank you we've uh, we've been putting a lot of effort into trying to make it as engaging as possible awesome. you don't want it to be lukewarm at any point no right? so I think so it shows yeah, we well, like the first image specifically that shows a metaphor, like we wanted to come out the gate swinging kind of thing. Oh, you um, did? Because <laughs> Dave and I talked about that, like what's what's the most explosive thing that we could, you know, put in front of people's <laughs> faces before uh, we get we get the whole thing started. Set the tone. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. So I'm glad yeah, you're enjoying it. Yeah, we, we definitely did that. Um we, we had a lot of people out the gate uh, wondering whether or not Lainey had regenerative powers or why she was still talking after she blew off her head. And, uh, really? Oh, they didn't get it. They didn't get it. Oh. oh. There, there, were, there were a couple of comments that were like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. And, that, I was reading a comment today that was like, I still don't understand, but I like it. <laughs> but I like it. All right, cool. Like, like eight episodes in and people are still like, well, I don't know, but I'm still here. So <laughs> st- well, I mean, at least, they, I at least that. they stuck it out. Yeah, they're sticking it out. <laughs> cool. So the, the first thing that we like to do every time we have uh, new guests on this show, we do a thing we call Secret Origins, which is uh, our very first episode we did of this podcast. We kind of talked about how we got into comics, whether either as kids or whatever, and kind of just shared some of our kind of personal stories of what was some of the early stuff that kind of got you into comics as a medium and stuff. So um, I don't know if James or David, whoever wants to go first, just kind of how did you discover comics and what's uh, some of your, I guess, influences in that? I think, oh man, that's tough. Um, It's a loaded question, I know. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really loaded question because you want to create nuance right but honestly like i got into the old noir stuff um specifically like the stuff that bendis was putting out with image early on like fire and goldfish and things like that well even before that just the black and white uh graphic novels of old noir stories that he was putting out um that kind of sunk its claws into me so i'm a big crime uh guy i'm a big horror guy um and for some reason, those comics really reached out to me a lot more than the superhero stuff did. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and after that, I graduated, you know, I gravitated more toward looking into those things, but I've always stuck with indie comics. So okay. when the opportunity came to think about writing stories for comics, um, my stories were always going to be indie in, in nature. So that's where I, I kept my hat. <laughs> All right. Awesome. What about you, David? Yeah, I've been, uh, it, it, it's actually interesting. I've been drawing comics since, uh, elementary school. So oh, wow. I think that my, my first comic was called um, uh, The Ravenous Cocktail Weenies, and it was about like cocktail sausages that got radioactive, uh, that got spilled in radioactive waste and then ran around trying to eat people. Dude, I love that. Um, <laughs> I love that. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then a lot, a lot of my, a lot of my like, you know, notes in high school and like dealing with life and things like that, right, are, were all like very comic oriented. They were comic caricatures of me doing stuff. Um, but I, I never really thought of comics as like a thing that I could do as a job until maybe like my sophomore year of high school. So uh, a lot of the people that um, I work with and who are our friends are like, oh man, yeah, I was reading comics when I was little. And like, I was not, I was not reading comics when I was little. I was, I was drawing comics. And for some reason, like that was an easy thing for me to do, but I never, I never like understood comics as this media that could, that could like talk to people um, until high school when I had um, some friends who were, you know, dealing with being a teenager and growing up and all the hardships that that is. And they used things like, you know, the X-Men and Batman and things like that to like identify with, with what they were going through. Um, and that like, uh, I guess, I guess really stuck with me, I guess. Cause like from, from then on, I, I, I looked at comics as like a way of, of, of talking to people um but like i've been drawing comics since way before that um, okay i just i just i got into it in high school i guess and then never really looked back cool awesome so who are some of i guess your guys's kind of influences either as writers or artists or just creative people as a whole that kind of you you look to at least early on uh, oh I, I was a big fan of warren ellis i, I think transmetropolitan is probably my favorite comic oh, okay. um and then, I mean, most of, a lot of my influences aren't from comics. It's more, you know, books, um, and old books specifically. So it's, it's really hard to, you know, come up with a bunch of influences because I read way too much, probably more than I should. <laughs> I got, well, we moved once and, um, and never I did. had five boxes of books, like big boxes that I had to, try to lift and realize that I couldn't. So I had to take them all out and put them in smaller boxes. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a lot of books. <laughs> so I got a lot of influences. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I think that one of my first influences, uh, art wise, uh, was Umberto Ramos. Um, oh, wow. I picked, I, I picked up one of his, uh, Spider-Man comics and I was like, Oh my God, I had no idea that superhero comics could be like this. Um, so kind of that more animated, more, uh, exaggerated, sort of style was definitely my starting point in, into really wanting to do this thing. Um, so from, from Ramos, I went, you know, into Joe Mad and Carlos Dienda and a couple of the other like really cartoony, but still more mainstreamy kind of, uh, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and from today, like all my, all the influential people that I look at are all kind of similar to that. Ramos is so good, man. He's still, uh, he's oh. still alternating on Spider-Man. He just finished an arc just now. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, um, yeah I, I met him for the first time like a year ago. Okay. And I've been follow- I've been following his work forever. And I told myself that I would never like 
fanboy out, but I definitely fanboyed out. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I was with my sister and we were talking to him and I was like, You just you're my inspiration and like you're the reason why I got into comics and he was just he was very nice about it, but you could tell that eventually he was like, Oh, please leave. I'm not a <laughs> I need to move on. <laughs> Somebody please yeah. remove this person. <laughs> oh, that's so terrible. So my first question is talking about metaphorical herb specifically. Um, who's who's the poetry fan here, or is it like why, why that direction? <laughs> I I really enjoy poetry. I like finding like uh, I've come to call it gritty gutter poetry. So st- stuff from like Bukowski and stuff from Dennis Johnson, like that kind of it has like a, a bit of grit. It's got a lot of rock and roll vibe to it. That's more my style. And I wanted to tell a story that was just filled with, you know, a lot of the things that they write about, which is just messed up people doing fun, weird things. <laughs> so, um, webtoons kind of as a, as a platform is something that's still fairly newer to me, but Mary has been, um, on board with this for quite a while now, but how does, how does uh, something like that happen? How does that get put together? Uh, we were talking with um, someone that, that was from Webtoon who thought that our story would work out really well there, that it would re- reach out to not their typical audience, but be able to find like a really core, uh, devoted fan base and would expand out from that. And I really like the idea of trying out a new format because I had put comics up on the web before i think dave had as well and we stuck traditionally to like the four panel layout or the show you a panel or a page layout and then looking through webtoon and seeing the vertical format it was like something that i didn't like reading a book that you know the basics of but they had done it completely different right Mm -hmm. and very well so I automatically started like mapping out scenes that could play out in a vertical format um, and doing things that you just can't do in regular comics. Like, you know, regular comics are great for that, that turn page reveal, you know, Definitely. Um, and that holds a lot of, you know, gravity when you're trying to like push an idea or show, you know, a shocking image or something like that. But how do you mess with a comic when you're scrolling and every scroll is a, is a new image is, is a, you know, a turn page reveal. You have to adapt Um, to the new, to the new style. Right. And something about that just, I don't know, it connected. It made me excited to jump into that format. And so far I'm really happy that we did. Awesome. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to play with the vertical format. Um, especially because of like, like story pacing purposes. Um, like, like that, that panel in the first episode where there's a heart just rolling down the stairs. Uh, you know, you, you, that doesn't hold as much gravitas in, in, uh, in like a page format where you see the entire thing, but like the active action of scrolling, you know, down a comic, uh, the, and the time that it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It tells the story differently than if you just read it on the page. So it's been a whole lot of fun to, to include that in the storytelling. Awesome. And not only that, but like I've I've been reading more and more webtoons as you know we've we've worked with them, and they've got really diverse stories. Like they do. So they have lots of different things. They got, you have your romance. You have your fantasy. You have your drama. Right. You have your murder mystery. 
It's they yeah. have a lot, and they've been bringing in um, a lot of things to like cater to Western audiences, and those things that they bring in, you would expect it to be like. You know, they, what was it, Outrage that they just brought in that was a superhero title? And that's mm-hmm. cool. Superhero titles are definitely have an audience, definitely have a fan base. But, like, Let's Play is fantastic. Laura Olympus is fantastic. Uh, my Giant Nerd Boyfriend is fantastic. And those are all way different stories mm-hmm. than, you know, than you can imagine there being in a single place. So, I don't know. I like their approach. I like their audience. Uh, I like the people behind the scenes. Like, everything is good. Mary, what are some of the ones that I know you've talked about? Uh, Let's Play is good. Sirens, uh, Liament is good. Melvina's Therapy is really good for that horror. Shocking. Like Like, you read that and you're just going to have nightmares. What's that one that you like? (laughs) The the Devil or whatever? The Devil is a Handsome Man. That has some, that's really good. That's (laughs) some great artwork. That was cute. David, do you find, um, do you find the, the, Art the 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 I guess the platform I guess the way that it's you know scrolling is that limiting in some ways for you though that you it's not so much a page layout that you would do in a traditional comic you know it was different it was uh it was definitely like a, a transition there was a transitional period um especially at the beginning because we were trying to I was trying to uh, draw metaphorical her in a in a strictly like print print ready page layout format right so that if we wanted to go to print we could just take those pages and, and turn them over um but i i very quickly learned that like the vertical scrolling format is very different um so in, in terms of it being limiting it's not so much as limiting so, uh, as much as it being a different storytelling method okay. um and 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 there are a lot of different things like print comics uh you know, you, you've got like establishing shots and uh, long shots and things like that. But when you're scrolling on your phone, all of that kind of gets lost. So a lot of the storytelling is very kind of like medium shot and closer. Um, and uh, and there's it's a lot of like moment to moment pieces. So it took me a minute to to learn how to do webtoon storytelling, which uh, which is again different than than print storytelling. But uh, once I learned how to do that, playing with the vertical format, like I mentioned, the heart rolling down the staircase. And uh, just like some scene setting and some like active like camera panning as you like scroll down the, the canvas and then it shows you more of the scene as you go. Um, I think that those tools that I couldn't play with in print necessarily um, have opened up kind of like a different side of storytelling that I haven't gotten to play with before. So it's it's it, it was it was a difficult transition, but it was it's pretty fun to play with once you kind of get into it. I really love that it takes like it takes full advantage of the platform that it's on versus like if you're reading something on comiXology and you're doing like the guided view, you're getting it panel by panel, but you can tell that it's like, this was not the way this was meant to be read originally. It it works, but on webtoons, it really takes full advantage of the device that you're reading it on. You know what I mean? It's, it's created to be read that way. So it benefits from that. Absolutely. So, I love yeah, that. and like you're talking about, um, you know, with the comicsology, the 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 read through, there are some panels that just don't fit your phone screen, right? So yeah, yeah. It, you have to like zoom in or squint or I don't know. Or you need to like, rotate like, it. Yeah, you're constantly flipping your yeah. phone one way to the other way. <laughs> it's like an aerobic workout. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have to work this hard to enjoy a Superman book. <laughs> yeah, you don't need ever comics. That's, that's not. So did you guys know each other already or um, how did you guys kind of come together to do this? 
yeah, oh, yeah, Dave and I had worked on a few things together. Um, we did a few pitches. Uh, we did a short story. We've done all kinds of things. Let's Man. shout some of those out, too. <laughs> what are some of the other things you guys have done? Uh, we did this really fun um, Western comic called Eternal Recurrence that was just kind of a fun eight-pager. Okay. Um, what else do we got? Well, yeah, and, and to go with that, we, we also had a Western pitch that uh, that never saw the light of day anywhere. Um, <laughs> but I think that <laughs> I think that uh, we uh, we haven't worked on so many other other projects together. We've we've known we, each other. We've been adjacent. Yeah, we've we've been comic adjacent for a long time. We met we met in Baltimore um, years ago. It's got to be maybe four ish years ago, maybe maybe more. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. fun because like you know all the people that I work with I, I tend to work with people that I know um, like I've ha- had meetings with face to face or uh, mainly seen through multiple exposures of comic cons because I seem to go to the same comic cons every year <laughs> um, but you get to meet people and you get to like you know become friends with the people that you work with and I just got really lucky and met up with uh, Dave and Jen Hickman and Morgan and Jorge and that whole crew. And it wasn't like, like, I've, you know, I've met a lot of artists and writers and, and they're just kind of like their own islands in the ocean. Um, but this group that is now working with Jam House Studios, they're more like a family. You know, it's very close knit. They, they bounce ideas back and forth. Um, anytime I get in, you know, have a problem or a victory, like they're usually the first people I talk to. That's great. Yeah, so year year by year, James and I will, you know, be in in constant contact. And uh, I think I I, I want to say it was at like Emerald City a couple of years ago where James was like, "Hey, you want to do this comic? It's called Metaphorical Heart." And we were like, "Yeah, it's pieces together." And then it, it that was how history was made. So. Awesome. Yeah. What was the what was the pitch that you gave David at the beginning? Like, what what did you tell him? Well, that was probably just like, you want to do this thing? Oh, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> hey, you want to do this thing? Yeah. Uh, sure. I was like, I got this really cool story, man. Just trust me, you're gonna love it. I was, <laughs> and I was he just knew to trust you at, at that point. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, done. <laughs> James is writing on everything that I've I've seen. Uh, is is always just so compelling and really well put together. And also, James thinks like an artist does. So you don't have to like struggle with being like, no, but you can't have two actions happening at the same time in the panel. You know, he, he, he I mean, I do that still from time to time. Yeah. But also we're close enough that I can tell you to cut the shit. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and and then he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's fun to, it's, it's fun to work with people that a, you know, uh, you can talk openly with and b who like, I don't know, get you kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, like you know what I mean, just do the thing and that's, we'll, we'll make it happen. And then, you know, things happen. You guys seem to be on the same page about what it is you're trying to do with this story. So. Yeah. And I think that that actually shows a lot in the metaphorical, her panels. I would um, agree. A lot of the work that we do, a lot, of, a lot of James's ideas are amazing. And then I add, you know, a little bit of flair to it and it, it comes out, you know, exactly like both of us think that this should actually be happening. Yeah, I think we I think we work together pretty well. Definitely, let's talk about uh, putting some of the metaphors in metaphorical her because you guys do some really uh, cool stuff with this uh, visually. Definitely, is I know one of the ones that Mary really <laughs> likes. Uh, 
is like you know her being poked with the the pin cushion or whatever and, yeah, yeah i really like that and like just, yeah. just stuff like that so where uh are these ideas that the two of you guys kind of bounce off between each other of like oh this would be interesting or a lot of them are um uh, one that's coming up here in a couple of episodes uh i was floundering on and i had to like sit down with dave and we came up with a whole new scenario for the entire episode because this is this is the way it goes I sit down to write a script for a new episode and I freak out because how could I possibly come up with another metaphor <laughs> to, 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 that, that would be interesting enough for people to read this thing. And I have my moment of freak out and then I just start like freehand writing on my little uh, steno pad here. And I eventually, you know, fr- from just like free associating I'll throw in a metaphor that is just me trying to like figure out how to say this thing. And then all of a sudden that's my metaphor for the, for the episode. Okay. Um, I, I try to, to do at least three, but usually it ends up being more, um, with the big ones, like the, the, you know, the pin needle deflation, um, being like a big one and then smaller ones like Herb dancing around in a tux, uh, being like you know some of the smaller ones um it was interesting i don't know i don't know how all this works just you know like so succinctly but um there's a section in one of the episodes back where vic walks into the room and she's holding grapes and herb (laughs) and i had i looked at the comments and there were like eight comments talking about the grapes of wrath. Oh, that was really good. And I was like, Oh, huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. That was I totally meant to do yeah. that. <laughs> I, I also really like when, when Vic is looking at her brother, the other, the other girl's brother, and he's just like, got his shirt off and his like hair is like billowing in the wind. I'm like, Oh, he that's like so Fabio. great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the love of vision scenes are, are really good. They're fun. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I wanted to use those two because Vic has one too. When Gene sees yeah. her, it goes mm-hmm. to the love of vision. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to connect those two characters because they're the ones that like, I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun writing their interactions. Um, they're, they're, I've got. Their pot is so cute. It's going to be great. I can't wait to get through it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there, are, there are two scenes specifically that I can't wait to see them. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I love that you're so excited about it, though. You know, I love that you guys really put in so <laughs> well, much passion into this. Yeah, and that's the thing that I was talking about. Like, I would have loved to have done this story and be able to just put it out there, and I would have done it and just put it out there because I love it so much. But the fact that Webtoon was, like, willing to kind of, like, take a risk, because this isn't, you know, this isn't ideal moneymaker, you know, superheroes in the movies kind of things. This is, this is a little bit off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. Um, but so far they've given us the, the freedom and the guidance and just a perfect mix to put this out. Well, I think in like this short little time webtoon has really changed. Like when I started on webtoons, like beginning of 2018 or it was end of 2017, actually, um, it was mostly just like all romance comics is basically all that it was. And some like right. lower, like in the discover area, they had some other things, but now they've like totally branched out into all these other different genres. Yeah. Diversify. Yeah. They've been Diversify. very active. Yeah. 
And not only that, but like they've been very active in the comic scene. So it, it's been an interesting kind of like someone who's been going to cons for years and years to see uh, like a relative, you know, I don't want to say a newcomer to the game because they've been around for a long time, but they started hitting heavy as of, you know, what, two years ago, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun to kind of like watch them enter a room and be like, we are here, we have arrived and we're doing all these weird, you know, cool things. Mm-hmm. You should pay attention. Yeah. And on more of a, of a uh, personal selfish level, it's also been really fun to like ride that wave as it's beginning. You're yeah. <laughs> part of that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> as far as the metaphors and stuff go, I think it does a really good job of capturing like what something feels like. You know what I mean? I think those are things that are so relatable to people. People know what it feels like to have something just pull the rug out from underneath you and be deflated when you had your hopes up so high yeah. or to see that person and have that vision of them in your head of, you know what I mean? They're this perfect person or whatever it may be. Yeah, I, I think that, and, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that that resonates with you. It's actually been resonating with a whole lot of people. We've gotten a lot of really good comments, you know, like, you know, this is exactly how I feel. I know exactly what this feeling is like. And I think that all of that is a really good tribute to, to James's writing. Um, and like what the comic's trying to do in general. Um, I think that, you know, we're, we're telling stories about, about like love and about determination and about what it's like to just be a person trying to, you know, be, trying to be your best and i think that it's it's pulling through really nicely awesome so um a lot of times what i look for in stories whether it be through comics whether it be through tv or movies or whatever a lot of times i'm sitting there and i'm trying to think like what is the message what are they trying to say so if you had to kind of you know give some sort of a statement for metaphorical her what what would you guys say is the statement you're trying to make with this book what what's the what's the message (laughs) Uh, maybe like follow your ambition because everybody in this comic is trying to be the best of what they can be. Um, and you know, whether it's Laney trying to be the greatest poet in the world, whether it's Vic trying to create the greatest guitar pedals that she can, you know, um, the overlook jeans band is about to hit like a major upswing in their, in their visibility. And, you know, it's, it's all about these people that are, working really hard with something that they love and trying to make it theirs, but also popular and, and something that they can carry on through the years. Yeah. I, I think there's also an element of family in there a little bit, not, not like sure. blood, blood relation family, but like all these people are trying really hard to do what they want. And um, the way that they're, that they're getting it done, like the reason why Lainey is so popular is because she was on stage in front of her brother's band. And the reason why Vic is going to, you know, get to the heights that she does is because she's going to get help from friends, from friends and family. And the reason why a lot of these people get to their goals is because they accept help from the people that they love. And I think it's about um, community, not only that ambition, but also like trusting in the people next to you. And I think that that's going to be a big um, unifying thing through the entire thing. Yeah. Those are both messages I think that uh, people could get behind pretty easy. So I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. Cool. So what, what's, uh, what's, I mean, you guys were talking about the comments and stuff that you guys get. What's the reception been like? Um, cause you guys are what, seven or eight episodes in by this point. So, uh, how, yeah, how have people been reacting to it? Uh, the comments are the thing that make me love webtoons. Cause like you put out a comic that you've been working on for a long time. You, you throw it out into the world and you know, you'd, 
you sometimes get an email back that's like, oh, this is okay or this is cool or whatever. With Webtoon, and they're, they have like the built-in audience, right? So like every morning on Saturday, I wake up, I pull up the comic, and there's already like, I think today I picked it up, and there was like 70 likes or 70 uh, comments of people that is just like instant gratification, you know? Um, and so far the reactions have been very, very positive, overwhelmingly positive. Overwhelmingly positive, yeah. So the fact that, you know, we're, we're, we seemingly found our audience, we found our people, uh, it makes me super <laughs> happy because not only have we found, you know, our people, but we've also found this, <laughs> this method of feedback, like just within the blink of an eye. It's great. I love it. The Webtoons yeah, yeah. community was, seems to be very courteous, very nice, at least from oh, just from the comments that yeah. I scrolled through. Yeah, I think that like the most negative comment we've gotten was like, mm, it's just not for me. And it's like, oh, that's, and that's fine. fine. That's fine. <laughs> you know, compared and I to wrote what, a uh, big, long reply that was like, yes, it is. <laughs> no, you I don't know do what it. you like. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's good for you. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, like, well, it's, and it's really interesting. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I, I felt weird replying there for a bit where I was like, oh, thanks. Or like, you know, somebody would mention something. Like, today, one of the comments was like, what kind of music do you listen to when you're working on the thing? And I was like, actually, I have a Spotify playlist and I threw it out there. And I don't know. It's, it's like a much closer interaction uh, than I expected. Oh. That, that's actually kind of cool, though. It's kind of this little tight-knit uh, platform for not only people yeah. to read stuff, but they can also communicate with the people that created that thing, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a benefit of Webtoon as a, as a platform. The, the audience that they come with are all very um, like active in reaching out to you. It's been mm-hmm. great. It's much better yeah. than like you know normal comics where people just go to Twitter to be like, Tom King, your Batman sucks, or whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um it's not that which yeah. is yeah awesome. thank god Twi- twitter is a battleground now yeah. especially for comic creators man I, if i was a comic creator i don't even know if i'd even have twitter now to be honest with you <laughs> yeah it's, it's weird like the uptick in activity from twitter is because i just get on there and if i'm not talking about music or if i'm not talking about you know watching silent hill uh playthroughs um I'm just talking about work. And so I haven't had like that interaction where, you know, people get really mired in Twitter. It's, it's, it's fascinating and <laughs> scary. So fascinating is one way to put it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So as far as like, um, we're going to tell people, you know, if you don't know by now, you can read this on Webtoons, but I, I just wanted to put it out there. Guys, we recommend a lot of stuff on this show every week. Barry and I are. You know, at, usually at the end of every episode, we do what we call weekly picks, where we you know recommend something that came out. Um, this is the first thing that we've ever got to recommend that you can go read for free. So yeah. like, I feel like that that's a huge thing. Like everybody should go read Metaphorical Her because it's not like you need to go pay money for this. Um, Definitely a selling point. Yeah. Yeah, um, that, there's not very many things I can say that about. So uh, this is really good, and it costs you nothing. Just make sure you give <laughs> David and James all the hearts because they deserve it. Definitely, <laughs> all the hearts. Oh. Are those pretty important on webtoons? Do those help out quite a bit if it gets hearted? Uh, I mean, for personal morale, yeah. Oh, okay, I, I, I didn't know if that like. <laughs> yeah, 
if that like boosts the uh, exposure or if it like i don't know yeah, if they have like a trending or something like that i don't know how, how far it works on the on the personal exposure bit um or on the back end of things uh people people seem to read it a lot more than they stop to hit the little heart button um yeah but yeah definitely that's just the nature of things yeah um yeah in terms of like our job and, and our standing with webtoon or anything like that uh you know what what matters is that we get people out to read the book so the more people yeah. out reading the book the better um yeah. you don't have to like it or you and you don't have to leave a comment but you know if you do we'll feel good about it so <laughs> okay well if nothing else then make these guys feel good i've made sure that i've hearted yeah. every one of them because i didn't know i was like maybe maybe this helps yeah, them I in some way <laughs> there's probably an algorithm that webtoons has that's like oh this is getting a lot of hearts you know <laughs> yeah so i'm sure they look i'm sure it does yeah yeah, they probably have some kind of like here's what's you know popular. I don't know. I haven't spent nearly as much time on it as you have. But. If you if you can give a like, you should always give a like. If you're able, if you have the option, is what I say because more people will diss on things than they will recommend things. I feel like which is sad. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's 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 weird because like I don't know. Like you, I read through a lot of those comics, and for me, it's one of those things where I'm like. I enjoy the comics. So I want to show us some kind of appreciation and it's easy just to hit that button. Yep. Um, but I could see where you, you know, might breeze through a comic, especially if you're binging on one and it's just like you reach the end, you flip up and it moves to the next episode and, you know, you're mm-hmm. not thinking to stop and do that. But, you know. Also, social media kind. is really good too. If, you know, if, if anybody out there reads Metaphorical Her and really likes it to maybe tweet out or whatever say hey this or just tell your friends this is really good you guys should be checking this out because it's a free comic and it's awesome yep <laughs> oh please do gosh yes <laughs> word of mouth right yeah yeah we yeah. as indie creators like word of mouth is is a lot of what we rely on though you know again webtoon did their due diligence and put you know pretty good pr push into the launch and i i'm really happy with the way that you know it came out um, but yeah, we've, we've always doing indie comics. You just, you have to be the writer. You have to be the creator. You have to be the ads person, the promo person, like that, that never stops. So to have someone that's like, yeah, we'll help you out with that too is, is kind of a fantastic, you know, feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So just uh, one more time to make sure we got it for everybody's aware. Webtoons is an app that's available on Android. It's available on the Apple Store, whatever. You can Google um, it on your you computer. Can, you can Google it. Yeah, your tablets, whatever you have. It's a free app. You can download it as soon as you get into it. You can go find Metaphorical Her. You can subscribe to it. I love that it sends you a notification when the new episode drops. Um, yep, yeah. you don't even have to do any work. Yep, and like I said, I think there's either seven or eight out right now that you can you can catch up if you haven't been following along. And then it's a weekly, uh, and so far you guys have been pretty good. You know, it's every week. It's not like you guys have been delayed or anything up to this point, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've got we've got a buffer. We're we're a good ten or eleven episodes out. So. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. You guys are just knocking out of the park then. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying, we're trying we're to. <laughs> awesome so go read this book um james david do you guys have any uh con appearances or anything coming up that you want to let uh the people out there know about where they can come meet you and say hey this is awesome it's end of year but the yeah, beginning of the new year is gonna start con so. season but yeah I'm, I'm taking the rest of this year off i'll probably take january off as well and then 
come up swinging for C2E2 and Emerald City. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll have a table at C2E2. For definitely. sure. Yeah. I know Emerald City is a pretty big con. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been going to Emerald City. Uh, I think this is going to be my fifth year. Wow. And every year it's just excellent. Yeah, Emerald City is a great show. If I'm going to be there, I'll be walking around, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, same. Oh, yeah, being on the con floor, man, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier than being behind a table. Today. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I can't even imagine <laughs> what you guys have to uh, <laughs> Well, it was fun. This year, I got the opportunity to just walk around New York City uh, Comic-Con with Dave a lot of the time. And um, it was it was nice not to be kind of like stuck behind a table and without that expectation of like, oh, I got to be there. I got to sell things like day in and day out. Like, I think we went we went in and walked through City Park or Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like talked about the the future of the series and got to like hang out and it's it's been i don't know it's been a while since i just hung out in new york city every time i go there i'm there for comics or you know some other business kind of thing that's leeching my energy away so it's fun <laughs> right on and uh james where can people find you on the the internets to, to follow you for uh, upcoming if, things if you go to any of the social media stuff, it's James C. Maddox. And uh, I have a website that's jamesmaddox.net that I need to update severely. <laughs> and David? Uh, I'm on everything as Stole Comics, S-T-O-L-L Comics. And that's uh, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and I'll, I'll be posting metaphorical her updates and like process stuff up on those. Awesome. Um, and then I also have, uh, stolecomics.com and that's a gallery site with, um, some pages from like some, uh, short story anthologies that I've been doing recently. So store comics is everything on social media for me. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. And we just got a dedicated, uh, we got a dedicated Gmail for metaphorical her. It's metaphorical.her at gmail.com. Oh, so cool. Q&A, yep. questions, things like that. Oh, that, that, that's really yeah, good to plug, sure. too. Well, I was going to say thanks, guys, for so much for coming and talking and hanging out with us for a little while and giving us some of the rundown on how this uh, this awesome series got put together. Yeah, hey, thank, thank you, you so much. We love uh, we love getting to, you know, kind of pump some things that, um, you know, maybe some people don't know about as well. That hasn't got the, you know, that doesn't get the exposure as some other stuff because it's not going to have the push from, you know, people with a lot of money. Yeah, we're definitely trying to do a big PR push, so we really appreciate you guys having us on the show. Oh, man, it was so much we fun. We appreciate you guys having us be, let you be on our show. I forgot <laughs> what to say. <laughs> well, we look forward to uh, following Metaphorical Her, and I, I'm, I'm going to keep a close eye on it because I got hooked on it, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Sweet. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you guys, everybody, so much for listening to this. You can follow us on social media at Fortress of Comictude Podcast, basically everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the whole works. Uh, this podcast will be available on iTunes, Spotify, Audio Boom, wherever you're listening to it right now, obviously. And um, thanks so much for listening. And guys, once again, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll hope to maybe talk to you again in the future. Absolutely. Sounds great. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And take care.